Take two. What's up, Pastor? <laughs> What's up, Pastor Chandler? What's up, Pastor Tony? Hey, do you see who I see? I see everyone that you see. We do see. I see three people besides us two. Yeah, first, Pastor Paul, his first podcast ever. Woo! The inaugural. Not the first annual, it's the inaugural. Right. We've talked about that. We have in the past. The first annual is the second year that next happens. Next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If we do a podcast next week. Right. Right. Welcome. Thank you. I feel very welcomed. We also have our first female guest on the podcast. I already have a question. Oh my. Erica Rice comes loaded with questions. If you do a podcast next week and he's on it, will it still be the first annual? Wouldn't it be... Well, annually implies year. Right. Oh. So you, it can't be the first annual if he comes back next week. Right. Well, we don't want to have a first annual. We want to have a first weekly, I suppose. Great question. Also with us... Jeff Schuler. Jeff Schuler. Jeff Schuler. Jeff Schuler. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Jeff's been on the podcast before. So. You'll remember. Yeah. It was one of our most downloaded. And most memorable. I made that up, but it sounds yeah true. I think it might have been the most downloaded. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Let's do a quick segment here. Get to know Pastor Paul. 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 Get to know me, Pastor Paul. Perfect. <laughs> Tell us three things about yourself. Three things. Two truths and a lie. That's Ooh. Yes, perfect. And then we'll guess the lie. <clears throat> I'm on the spot. Um, That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy building things and designing. Um, I love novels and reading in my spare time and the furthest south I've ever been is Panama City, Florida I know the lie alright listeners we'll give you a moment the phones are ringing Jeff what's your guess which one's the lie novels Erica, what do you think? That was my guess. I would guess. I, I think you like nonfiction. <laughs> I love a good novel. Chandler does. But um, Star would you consider Star Wars a novel? Well, it's historically accurate. People right. just forget that it didn't happen here. It happened in a galaxy far, far, far away. Right. And a long time ago. That's right. I would also guess novels. I think that we're unanimous in our assessment. Not good at telling lies. Apparently not. We have a truthful pastor. Yes. <laughs> he's That's been, good news. He's been found out. He's been found out. Moving on. New Life News. 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 This is a segment of the show we like to talk about things going on at New Life. 
What things are going on around New Life? What in the world is going on around New Life? As we say. What in the New Life is going on? <laughs> Anybody know anything? There's happening? a picnic coming up on June 17th. 17th. We can have hot dogs? <coughs> Many hot dogs. And brats. Yes. Johnsonville brats. Those were good this mm. last time, by the BTW. That's on a Sunday after the church service. I just want to send a shout out to Dr. Madsen for cooking those brats just as they were. It's perfect. Mm. He is the man. By the way, if you're listening and you weren't at the last picnic, why not? That's what we're all wondering. We had good brats, good time. Except Erica left without leaving a volleyball. So we didn't get to play any volleyball. <laughs> oh, sad. Here I thought you spent the whole afternoon playing volleyball. Sorry. I left without tasting a brat, too. What? I guess I missed out. you got to come on the 17th. I will try. And bring the volleyball. Bring I saw it. Pastor Paul has a volleyball. I have a volleyball. Bring and it. And a football. You can play volleyball with two volleyballs at the same time. We need to play volleyball fun. with two volleyballs. And someone throwing water balloons at those playing at the same time. Yes. That's yes. This just seems like a bad idea. <laughs> Wet sand? Nah. Not a bad idea. What else is going on? Well, we'll also have invite cards that you should take. They'll be on the welcome table probably this week. What's our purpose for these uh, picnics? What are we trying to do? I say that because we all should know the answer to that question. This is an opportunity to reach out, right, to our neighbors and to mm-hmm. share with them who Christ is. and. Yeah. We want to be in our community and be open and visible. Yeah, we're fellowshipping together. What did it, I mean, what the early church devoted to the fellowships. So we're fellowshipping at the park and inviting others to join us. Right. Join the fellowship. That's right. In Christ. Fellowship of the cross. So if you have a coworker or a neighbor or someone that you frequently interact with, invite them. Invite them to come. Amen. Amen. Also going on in New Life, there's a new study coming up. This is pretty exciting. On the book of Ezekiel. What book is comes before Ezekiel, Erica? Oh, she's going to sing the song. <laughs> you put me on the spot. It's like Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos. I can keep going that way. Um... So he knows what comes after. <laughs> Pastor Tony. Just a second. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah. You got it. No, Jeff. Lamentations. Le- you got it. <laughs> it's Lamentations. Pastor Tony may or may not be looking at his Bible. <laughs> hey, to be honest, I wouldn't nice know job. the answer. You got to start with Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Mm-hmm. In the morning, on Sunday mornings when I preach, people don't know it, but I begin at the, the table of contents. Turn to Philippians and I look up really quick. What page is Philippians? Do you really? Yeah. Flip to it. When I talk about a month of the year, Do you like count this month, I go... I go, it's March. I mean, it's uh, May, so I go January, February, March, May. Every time I say that month. So when I'm having conversations in December, it takes me a lot longer to get to the conversation. <laughs> That's like when people want to know, like, when I'm trying to do alphabetical order, I'll, I always have to say the alphabet. Mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, F, G. Alphabetic, I'm a dog. I always forget, like, Q, R, S, T, U, V, like, which comes before. Mm-hmm. I have to sing it. Anyways, that's what's going on. Ezekiel studies coming up. Uh, we'll be on the lookout for more detail. Who's going to lead that? Pastor Paul is going to lead that. Pastor Paul. That's exciting. This is so cool. 
theoretically, when will that study take place? There's two options, maybe. Theoretically, it'll be Thursday evenings, 7 p.m. to 8.30. That seems pretty theoretical. But you better be listening to make sure you find out. Yes. If that's true. I mean, it seems pretty specific for a theoretical. Let's move into our next segment, New Life Theology. 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 I wonder if if we're going to have to sound like chip, chipmunks to get through this. Yeah. We're only nine, eight minutes and 30 seconds in. Okay. It's perfect. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Anybody have a so? Yeah, what's happening? What's the theological conundrum today? Jeff's always good for a theology question. I got nothing. I have a question for you. Uh oh. It's more it's an evangelistic question in, as far as sharing the gospel. As believers, we want to share Christ as the fulfillment of the scriptures. He's the answer that we're looking for. And we use the word to teach that Jesus is who Jesus says he is and was and has done all these things. What happens when you're talking to someone who denies any validity or truth of the scriptures? It's just a book. There's no, there's no truth in it. So how could we use the scriptures to prove that Jesus is the Messiah when the scriptures are false or not? They're just a book. Where, where, do you, where does a conversation begin? Because I'm sure many of our listeners, they work with people who would not give any credit to the word. Sure. So what do you think? Where do we begin a conversation? That's just factually wrong. There's plenty of evidence that the Bible is not just a false fictional work. Right. Well, I, I do think that even if uh, someone denies the validity of Scripture, they can't deny what it says. And by that I mean they may not need to know that uh, the Bible says you shall not murder, but they know you shall not murder. Mm -hmm. And so it goes on from there. So we still start with the word, um, but it may be a little bit different, I suppose, mm -hmm. uh, in your execution. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's wrong to, to say the Bible says such and such, even for those that don't believe the word, because it, it will then become apparent to the one who's honest, that's true. Yeah. That's true, that's true, this is true, that's true. Yeah. Um, we still stand on the validity of the word, I think, regardless of uh, what someone else. I think that's really helpful because in our culture, in those types of discussions, we want to try to prove God by other means. And it's encouraging to hear that as followers, no, we stick to the word. Mm -hmm. um, you can't proclaim the word without no. proclaiming the word. Mm -hmm. so, That's true, yeah. yeah. Unless you feel like Jesus isn't the word, the one who is revealed and proclaimed. And, yeah. What are your thoughts, Erica? I'm with you. 
<laughs> I, I mean, Romans 1 says that everybody's had an opportunity to right. see mm-hmm. that what God says about himself is true, and he exists, um, just even from creation. Mm-hmm. So I don't... I, and then the word became flesh, and if that's what yeah. we're trying to direct people to, you're right, we have to have... We have to have the word and still stand on it. Um, but I think, yeah, there's lots of evidence mm-hmm. um, that it really is true yeah. and valid. Yeah. I think of Ecclesiastes, it says God placed eternity on our hearts. Mm-hmm. And so inherently everyone who has been created, which is everyone, knows mm-hmm. that there is a God and God has revealed himself. And I had a mentor once tell me, no matter what, you just have to get people to the Word mm-hmm. because that's the Spirit works as the Word is taught. Mm-hmm. Makes it, I think of Acts 13 when Paul, it, or at the time he was Saul, but they're talking to um, Paulus, Sergius Paulus. The, anyways, and they perf- Paul, this miracle happens where the, the guy's blinded. It's this great thing where... In the name of Christ, Paul blinds this guy. And then it says in verse 12 that Sergius Paulus believed on the teaching of the word. And so in that time, it wasn't even the miracle that convinced him. It was God's word that, that convinced him to believe on Christ. And so even if we could conjure up miracles or do miracles, it's still the convincing of the scriptures. that. Wait, so it's not by gimmicks that people are saved? Not according to Acts 13. Wait, wait, so we're not a church about gimmicks, doing this or that in order to corral people in? Really? New life is it? Paul, what do you think? You're new around here. <laughs> no gimmicks. No gimmicks. <clears throat> yes, we have, to, we have to stay true to the Word. The Word is living and active, mm-hmm. and it pierces into our inner being. And yeah. Even if somebody is rejecting the Word, the Word pierces into us. So if we try to convince somebody based on their own arguments, um, we're going to sound like babbling fools. We need to stay true to the Word. Um, And if uh, they're unwilling to accept that, then there's not much more room we have. We We don't have room outside of the Word. We must stay true to it. So a part of um, us living in the world is that through our lives, we're also living out the Word. Mm -hmm. So we're speaking and we're acting and they should be in one accord. And that gives more weight to the Word for those who are doubting it or are skeptical or uh, who think that it might contradict itself at times and um, are weary of it when they see that the, the work of the Word in a person's life proves to change somebody at the heart level, then I think that gives more authority to them that, that, that they can trust. They can trust what they're reading, what they're hearing. There's some, uh, in the culture that we live in, in this post-modern culture, um, propositional truth is less sought after and experienced. My feeling or my experience is how I derive my truth. You can have your experience, I can have my experience. and if, if we just consider that for a moment, um, we need propositional truth because there is a, an absolute truth. There is a right and wrong. And that absolute truth, that, um, 
proclamation is found in the word and to join that with perhaps our audience is to allow them to experience the word and the only way that they can experience the word is if we are bringing them to the word and living it out as Pastor Paul is saying um, but also just proclaiming it um, I had uh, one uh, one professor said and he said this in the God who is there Dr. Carson said um, I don't actually think he said it in the God who is there I'm sorry now I'm thinking out loud but there we are I'm experiencing this it's propositional though stay with me um, the, the quote by Mother Teresa or whoever said it, St. Francis of Assisi, preach the gospel and if necessary use words. The heart of that is kind of cute and helpful, but the problem is a message can't be a message unless it's proclaimed. Mm -hmm. And it's meant to be proclaimed. We are called to proclaim the message of the good news of Jesus Christ. So it has to be found in words as well as in deed. Um, and... Uh, uh, yeah, and, and it's found in the words of the gospel itself. So, anyway. So preach the word, no matter what. Yeah. And Christ should become the stumbling block. So if you're trying to get around that stumbling block by not preaching him and what the word reveals of him, then you're not preaching the right gospel. Right. M more so if you begin to go on rabbit trails with this gimmick or that gimmick and all of a sudden you're trying to make sure this or that, and they stumble on something other than Jesus Christ, well then a millstone, it'd be better if a millstone was put around your neck. Um, the only stumbling block <laughs> should be Jesus Christ. So. Amen. Amen. What do you think, uh, Jeff? I don't, uh, I don't know if I should say that. BTW, I love how you started. It's just factually inaccurate. <laughs> the mm. statement that the Bible is not true. Right. Right. He, he, he hits it head on straight away like that. Cool. What else? What other, what's our next segment? We have one last segment today. It's guess what that segment is. <laughs> guess what it is, Erica. Uh, I don't know. What have you been reading lately? Okay. Okay. Jeff, guess. <clears throat> <laughs> That's my guess. Perfect. What am I guessing? Yeah. What you've been reading or what the next segment is? What is the next segment? Oh, I was trying to figure out what, what you're reading or Paul's reading or... Oh, oh, I'm so confused. I was guessing a segment. What have oh. you been reading? Well, that's what, <laughs> I, what segment? I, I already accepted that segment. <laughs> it was seventh authority. It's the next segment. <laughs> this is the segment. That is the what is the segment is the segment. The, mm. Oh, now we're now we're like two dreams in. <laughs> and I'm hungry. Yeah. And I'm confused. Me too. Paralandra. That's where we like everyone to be. Yeah. A little confused. So right. was this the segment then? It's over now. It's yeah. over? That was, was it. it. That was entertaining though, wasn't it? Paul? Once in a blue moon. <laughs> I'll listen to it. I would listen to it. Yeah. Until then. 
Blessings. Blessings.